Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and... 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hey guys, thanks for listening to Kinda Dating, the comedy dating podcast, where I, your host Natasha Chandale, and influential guests break down the dating world and try to figure out why the fuck do we all have commitment issues? Today's topic is tips to being a better boyfriend. Oh, let's do this. Hi, kind of daters. I'm Natasha Chandale. You're listening to Kind of Dating. Aisha is here with us. Hey, hey, in, the in house. our new in-person setup. <laughs> yes. What's going on in life? How's this week been? <laughs> um, week's been good. Um, As we record two episodes at a time. Yeah. So it's a... Uh, it's, it's I was a like, am thing. I going to be honest or should I make something up? Make something up. No. <laughs> the week was great. Do you have anything fun planned? Um, I'm going up? to Lake Tahoe. I will either be there during this episode or I'm about to go, depending on when it drops. Um, but so I'll be there like President's Day weekend. Is it like um, with family or with Bay? Uh, Bay and friends. So one of my friends moved out there. So we're like visiting and having a good time playing nice. in the snow. I like it. Yeah. I like it. My <laughs> in-laws are coming. Um, we say in-laws. I'm not married. But they're basically like my in-laws. But right. they're they're the sweetest people in the world. So it's actually like such a knock on wood. You know, like with Asian families uh, or especially Indians, there's like a whole thing about like daughters and daughter and the mm. Daughters and mothers, mother-in-laws not getting along, um, but she barely speaks English, so uh, perfect. <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah. We like love each other. <laughs> um, no, she's she's also a Gemini, and me and her like get along so well. So I'm like, oh, thank God. Um, so they're coming, and uh, I'm excited for that. Um, we have our friend back here with us, but before I introduce him, uh, guys. If you like this episode, screenshot this episode, tag us and tell us what you thought about it. And remember to tell your friends uh, that you listen to this podcast mm -hmm. if it helps you. You guys message me all the time. I appreciate it. But tell your friends. Yeah. Um, also, leave us a five-star rating or review and follow us on social media. We're at Kind of Dating, especially on Instagram and TikTok. Mm -hmm. And I am at Aisha Says Dance everywhere. I'm at Natasha Chandale on Instagram and Facebook and Natasha.Chandale on TikTok. Okay. Okay, okay, okay. Let's get into this episode because this one is for the guys. So ladies, feel free to pass this on to your guys because we got you on this one. <laughs> so dudes, you got the girl. You wined her. You dined her. You ate her pussy like dessert. <laughs> you booed her up. <laughs> now she's bae and you're her boyfriend. Yeah. Those are some big ass shoes to fill. So you are, you are doing everything. Uh, so are you doing everything you can to keep your end of the relationship intact? 
Are there ways to improve, to actually be a better boyfriend so both of you can get the most out of your partnership? Well, we got the best person to talk with us today because if you weren't listening to the last episode, go back and listen um, because he is a great actor, a social media star. He's known as multiple things, including a smiling guy. But we are here today with internet boyfriend, Mm -hmm. James Tang. Hello. Hi. Hey. Good to see you again. Maybe the one tip is to talk in that voice. Just talk in this voice and everything everything goes your way. (laughs) It kind of does. Do you think that? Um, I think it doesn't hurt. I think it doesn't hurt having a voice that I think people would consider attractive. Mm -hmm. Um, And I could just say really sus things, right? The moon landing was faked. (laughs) Maybe it's true. It's true. (laughs) It does help. It really does. (laughs) It's a weird thing. Yeah, I don't know. It's a primal thing because I've looked into the psychology of it where if you just say something confidently, Mm -hmm. people believe it. And if you have a voice, I think that adds to the gravitas of it. I think it would probably be even more. Yeah. Facts. (laughs) Um, Should I intro to myself? Yeah, well, I want to, for people who didn't hear before, tell us a little bit about Internet Boyfriend again and how that kind of persona came to be. Yeah. So um, I'm an actor, and I started on TikTok in around April or May 2020 because everyone was doing it. I wanted to be cool Um, and did terribly. And then I took a class um, that tried to figure out my social media and basically came down to start talking about relationships. And then a friend, as a joke, was like, why don't you make more thirst traps? And I was like, no, I don't want to do that. But what about emotional thirst traps? And then that slowly... Because emotional thirst traps is a very wordy, wordy label. Mm-hmm. And then eventually I was like, internet boyfriend. I feel like it's a lot simpler, quicker, you know, trying to practice my marketing skills that I've learned along the way, I guess. Yeah. And just internet boyfriend. And that kind of stuck. And then that kind of helped blow up my account a little bit. Yeah. And when you're kind of coming up with the ideas for internet boyfriend and sort of these emotional thirst traps, do you kind of learn things along the way as you're doing it? Or how are you kind of coming up with these ideas of of what to do? Or is it just going off of your instinct? A lot of them have been, yeah, just instinctual of like, what would I do in this situation? Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of it is trying to problem solve like, okay, what are some things that, you know, women are having trouble with that I see on comments in the internet and stuff, you know? And so much of it, I think, is like EQ, you know, understanding just emotions in general or being open to them and and, um, communicating through emotions and stuff or just like addressing other people's emotional needs. And so, yeah, just kind of, yeah, just like little things that I've seen that people have issues with. I I mean, I'm still surprised by like the response sometimes where it's just like, People get like turned on by things where I'm just like, oh, yeah, this is just like me just wanting to like cook you dinner and give you a massage. And then it's just like all these like thirsty comments or something. I'm like, what is happening? <laughs> I'm so confused, yeah, but I'm going to try to learn and then and, and use this to improve my myself and my content. Um, there was a like a like a sort of trend that went around a couple months ago by a creator named Strange Kevin. Huh. I don't know that creator. It was basically like. He was doing some stuff. It was it was literally all nonverbal. Mm. But it was like looks, was yeah. certain looks, and he was giving like kind of like bedroomized kind mm-hmm. of looks because I think he has like really big eyes, and people were like analyzing. Women were analyzing it too, mainly women. I think guys like just tried to re- replicate it and end up looking like serial killers and stuff. <laughs> yeah, 
where like one woman was explaining how he has really big eyes so you can kind of see the expressions a lot more easily and so like just like the way he like looked the camera up and down kind of thing sure was like mm-hmm. like women were catching it and guys were like i don't understand well, what's what is yeah, yeah you know which it's not always 100 percent on each side but it's like that tends to be like the the bell curve that it skews its way so like seeing the comments on there and like why i was like even I was, as a guy that I feel like is kind of connected emotionally, I was like, really? Wow. This guy? Interesting. Or at least not even just this guy, but it's just what, is he, what he's doing like that mm-hmm. is the thing. Okay, interesting. Let me, I don't, you know, at least try to emulate or replicate yeah. or something, you know. I think I definitely had more success than the guys that like duetted it and look like straight up crazy. serial killers. <laughs> like, like straight up, like people were like, I feel threatened by this yeah. man. But listen, people love serial killers too. Did you oh, guys God. watch the, oh, the that's a whole nother what topic. was the I didn't watch it, but the, the response yes. that people had. It's no, like, but there was um what was the guy's yes. name? Why is my yes, thank yeah. you. He had people sending him like letters and money and while like, he was yeah. in prison, yeah. just crazy. I think like Charles Manson got married yeah. to someone through like the prison blast. That's or happens whatever. a lot. Insane. Yeah. Insane. People yeah. have daddy issues. <laughs> it's like a whole uh, name like next for that level. That I'm, yeah, but it's right a, yeah, because I'm 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 very curious. Like in in the last episode, you told us that uh, you were single, mm-hmm. single, 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 double mm-hmm. single, IRL. Mm-hmm. You added in. Um, so do you feel like a little bit more accountable now if you were to date somebody and they were to look at your social media and be like, hey, you portrayed yourself as internet boyfriend. You seem to like know your shit. Why the fuck do you not know your shit in real life? Like, right, I set the bar really yeah, high like, Yeah, because I, I don't know. But we Do you feel like this, Aisha? I feel... Uh, I had to be more accountable once mm-hmm. I started the dating podcast. Mm. Oh, sure. Right. Because mm-hmm. then you're like, oh, I can't discuss this and not tell people what to do. But I right. and you know we try not to tell people what to do, but right. um, make suggestions and then not do anything to improve myself. Right. Right. But nature. do you feel like that? <laughs> I mean, I feel like I'm someone that always tries to improve myself every day a little bit, you know. And I think. I think that's the foundation of a good relationship, though, is is communication and growing together. And so I think if someone, you know, I, I don't know, it'd be kind of weird if there was an expectation, I guess, but if someone wasn't, like, didn't communicate to me that, like, oh, I feel like this could have gone better this way or something. It's like, oh, of course, then I, I would love to, you know, change my behavior or, you know, how I do certain things or say certain things mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, but I, also that I mentioned in the in the previous episode that I feel luckily having, you know, like actor training and Meisner yeah. training and stuff, mm-hmm. like being able to pick up on things um, is so helpful just to be like, you know, just, I think just people's, people's responses and, and just where they're at, like in the Like social stuff. cues and, yeah. and body if some, yeah, body, body language. language. Yeah. It's a, such a huge mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like my my boyfriend's pretty good, except he doesn't read. Like some days, if I'm actually like gone through some shit, sometimes mm-hmm. I keep it to myself. But mm-hmm. I've like just cried, mm-hmm. and like you can tell, I just cried. Mm-hmm. My eyes, I can't hide shit. My eyes are watery, right. and it's like all kinds of. And he's just like in his own happy land. He's like, mm-hmm. "Hey, baby, great to see you. Okay, <laughs> off I go." I'm like, this is oh. "I'm like, okay, oh, let's have a great day." Uh, <laughs> So, like, he doesn't have that, like, he can't read. He just knows when I'm angry because right. ah. I won't speak. <laughs> That's how that, he knows. Yeah, it's just me. I'm like, mm-hmm. 
and I just turn away, but like can't read the other emotions. Right, but you, right. you, but because you've been a performer, you can like see those subtle things. Yeah, a little which bit more. honestly, I feel like everyone, not just guys, everyone, because yeah. yeah, but like mainly guys should like probably take like a right, the first year of a Meisner program or something, you know, because it really trains you to listen and respond to other people. Mm-hmm. Because that's a lot of the things that we learn as students that like people are in their head. All the time. All the time. I think especially guys. Um, but everyone's in their head. And the training, like, it trains us to get out of our heads and, like, oh, actually see and, like, really see someone mm-hmm. rather than thinking about what the next thing they're saying is or, like, what they're thinking about, what other people are thinking about them kind of thing. When most of the time we're all thinking about ourselves anyway. So then it's, like, you just, so focus, tr- just turn the focus a little bit and it's just, like, yeah. yeah. From kind of all – you know, now I'm making you an expert from all your internet boyfriend work. Um, you know, you're a dude, you have a lot of dude friends. Uh, do you think in general, like guys are out of touch with Mm. how to be boyfriends? Like when you hear your stories from your guys or you're doing this, like from the, you kind of mentioned a little bit from the comments you, you read, Mm -hmm. do you get that as like a gauge that, that, dudes are really not stepping up or do you think like most are kind of getting it right and I think it depends on different things for sure like the guys I hang out with like it's something I noticed recently that it's like oh we we have there's a lot of positive masculinity within like most of the guys like like I hang out with yeah and I love it because like we're also all like Asian actors you know Mm -hmm. you say positive masculinity masculinity. oh I like that yeah Yeah, we're we're, you know just like you know I love you bro like hugging it out yeah just like hanging out and like just really making sure that we're like you know connecting with each other and and spending time with each other and stuff Um, and I think honestly I don't know if it's necessarily I guess stepping up as a boyfriend in terms of like I guess the thing is, it's it's like a language thing between men and women, uh-huh. and I think guys try to solve problems the way they think or we think is like how we would solve it, which would work for a guy, mm. and then women solve the problem for how women would solve the thing. I mm. think this is for everyone in general, though. That like people just try to relate to other people as if everyone thought exactly the same. Right. You know, uh, I think it's there's some name for that fallacy or something. I think. And so I think it's just another le- level and layer of that where guys try to approach situations as guys right. and then get confused as to why, you know, how come you're upset at me for saying it like they're saying something like that. It's like, not it's not what you said, it's the way you said it or something, you know, these like stereotypes and stuff. But it's like the, to me, like the kernels of truths or where they come from is really that miscommunication. Right. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Um because sometimes, like, yeah, there's a there's often this, um, you know, men are from Mars, women are from Venus right. kind of discussion. Um, but sometimes I also just feel like, man, so many messages and comments and stuff we get. Sometimes I'm like, people just fucking. Some of it feels like common sense to me, and I'm like, right. how did you get that wrong? Right. Um, right. I mean, the fact that your stuff is so popular says that there's something that feels a little bit missing, right? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I know when I was on the apps, like, a lot of the things that I would read or my friends would say is, like, now they're looking for emotional intelligence. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And that's, like, a, 
everyone you've always been or that women women are looking for Uh emotional intelligence but also vice versa when Mm -hmm. i was on apps and i would see guys on there like they would they would write emotional intelligence Uh as like a a thing that they were looking for they were either looking for or were like i read a book on emotional intelligence um (laughs) which probably says a bit about their emotional intelligence but um do you feel like there's a difference in that area. Do you think women are a little bit more emotionally intelligent or connected? Mm-hmm. And and what is that explanation for guys? Like, what do you mean the explanation? Of- like, why are you not? <laughs> oh, okay. The the explanation I had heard that kind of like was you know just a basic summary was like at school the girls are on the playground talking to each other and kind of gossiping and stuff, and guys are just trying to hit each other with their sticks. <laughs> yeah, and. I think it it's it's definitely I think it comes down to I guess like our social power yeah. quote unquote in that like generally the bell curve of course but like the bell curve and also just I guess the history of society like guys and men are physically stronger um bigger and stronger and so that strength comes just from within whereas like women's relate strength comes from relationships mm-hmm. and the relationships they build and so it's like guys don't necessarily have that like expectation and skill set maybe maybe put on them either. Yeah. And so I think that's definitely definitely part of it. Um, I think there is definitely wiring too, just like the things we prioritize and look at and and just like input into our minds and process um, are a little can be yeah seen differently but at the same time you know there's things that are like stereotypically mm-hmm. like masculine like problem solving or whatever that like there are women in my life that only problem solve and I'm like can you just listen and relate to me please mm, yeah fair. it, it yeah. is because uh, my nephew is four now and he's a boy and it's crazy oh, well yeah nephew sorry um, but it's crazy to see his reactions to things because I'm like where did you learn this why did you learn to not he just sometimes shuts down mm-hmm. and he won't talk Mm-hmm. about what's bothering him. Right. But nobody has told him that because mm. my my brother and sister-in-law are very much like trying to get him to talk. Mm. And yeah. he doesn't talk. Mm. And you're like, what's, you know, when he comes home from school. Um, mm. Hey, you didn't have a school today. What did you do? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. You're like, what? <laughs> Anything no. that you remember that you did? Like, I don't know. But if you tell a girl, like his, you know, my um, sister-in-law's friend's daughter and him are the same age and they hang out all the time. And she's like, I did this and we did this and I went to this and the teacher gave me this. And he's just like, I don't know. Right. <laughs> and right. we're like, did you do anything? He's like, played. <laughs> like, <laughs> is that all you did today is play? Like, who did, then we had to like, be like, who did you play with? Right. What right. happened? Yeah. Like. To drag shit out, but where does that come from? I think that some of that is wiring because those are the stereotypes too, yeah. right? When it's just like the, the that's not like I think it was like a joke on the internet years ago where it's like when you ask a woman about her haircut, did you get a haircut? And it's like yeah, of course. And I talked about the the process and like the, the hairdresser and then what they talked about. And then it was like, did you get a haircut? Yep. Yep. <laughs> yeah, yep. <laughs> it's like I think there is definitely you know wirings within us that like that we, we like kind of gravitate towards and like as our primal programming. But I think at what makes us human is being able to identify that and also like try the other side and learn about the other side and develop that too. Mm-hmm. Do you think that there's something that 
women might not be understanding about men, like before we get into ways that, you know, guys can improve um, being better boyfriends, is there something that women could do a little differently? I think it's it comes down to both sides kind of communicating in their own way mm. and not necessarily like, like, I guess, thinking about how the other side might prioritize things, you know? But I do feel like, I don't know, I feel like women, y'all go through so much that you're fine and that a lot of the onus is on guys. And I think, honestly, that I think that's fair considering history and stuff and, like, all these things. Um, and I think, I mean, I mean, to me, visually, it comes down to that whole thing, that dynamic we talked about in the last episode. You know, the woman is completely dressed up, glamorous, and the guy is in, like, an untucked, like, shirt with the, with the suit that's just not... And it's like, come on. Like, it's that... But it's like society also has like accepted that you know and it's not not giving us like moving the bar up for us and like it's like so low or the expectation is so low that it's like when it's like slightly moved up that like when you're i think it's like when you're used to privilege everything seems like discrimination or whatever and it's like the kind of opposite it's like oh now we have to have emotional intelligence it's like yeah (laughs) is that not like the baseline of being a good human being like why can't why can't that just be normal, you know? But it's like, I have to go out of my way to do Whereas, like, I think there's so many things you guys have to do that isn't, is only really, really being talked about now because of, like, the rise of TikTok and stuff right. that, like, people didn't, men specifically, didn't understand you had to go through. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do think that, uh, you know, women tend to take on a lot more burden in the relationship. But I, but I do think, like, learning to communicate or or really learning that the other person is not psychic, I think is like a big one. I do think before you get angry, um, communicating it along the way, because sometimes we're thinking something and going, well, it's right in fucking front of you. Why wouldn't you understand that this is what I'm saying? But I've just learned you just have to say it. Yeah. And yes. you, really you just do. have to yes. be like, this is how I like this. This yep. is how I don't like this. Yeah. This is what I'm expecting on this day. So that they're not like, you guys aren't making it up in your head. Because mm-hmm. that often tends to be the thing. Like, I just didn't know. You didn't tell me. Yeah. And and women feel like, well, why should I tell you? You should have thought about it. Right. Um, because we do. But, you know... It might be wiring. We're to, we're taught to think holistically about things, and guys tend to be a little bit more just like focused on what's in front of them. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So there's some working around that wiring for yeah. sure. Yeah. Yeah. We have a couple mm-hmm. of listener Q and As. Um, I think we you know because we're a little short on time, we're gonna go into some of the 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 main ones. Wait, mm-hmm. I, this is a fun one. I think. Oh, maybe this one. Yeah. That's yeah, a fun yeah. One. Okay. So, uh, question from Tyler. He says that how can guys be confident around pretty, I'll say attractive, mm-hmm. successful women? Mm. <laughs> I think for me, it's it, there's a lot of this, I guess, the pedestal mentality that like yeah. putting, especially with attractiveness, unfortunately, that's like part of our wiring, I guess, where because someone is attractive, somehow we just put them up like, up, oh my God, you know, where it's like, they were just born with these features, yeah. like, or, or, or surgically created them or whatever, <laughs> you know, it's just, it's, it's, 2020, it's 2023, yeah. it's LA, it's, you know, um, but I think, I think there's still like, that's fine to have that. But I think even just acknowledging that, um, acknowledging one's own feelings 
you know, that you, you make me nervous, but I had to come over here and say hello kind of thing. Yeah. But also being, being warm, you know, being, being a giver, you know, in terms of like, cause I think people approach not just dating, but also like networking or something. People yeah. think I'm going out there to get, get, get. Mm-hmm. And that makes me feel guilt, guilty and weird for networking. But and then like for somehow for dating, it's become normal. It's like, oh yeah, I'm just trying to go get some. I'm trying to get, 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 right. but whatever. This is my thing now. Versus like, why don't we go out there and just give each other our experiences as humans, mm-hmm. you know? And if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. And I think being okay with that, and that's an unfortunate thing I think society has really hammered into all of our heads is that like, if you get rejected, that's the worst fucking possible right, thing that could right. ever happen to you. And you're useless, you piece of shit, single <laughs> on Valentine's Day. Like that kind of, <laughs> right? Like that like yeah. emotion when it's like, we, I think we need to, teach ourselves to to be okay with failing quote unquote failing which really just like it's just not a right fit yeah it's just not a fit Mm -hmm. oh yeah we say that all the time um yeah also just like treat people like humans because i think it's it's the the same thing like somebody who you might deem pretty and successful they're not better than you sure um they're not worse than you. They're just your equal. Maybe they're and racist. You know, you, you never, never know. know. You never no. know. <laughs> Anything's possible yeah. these days, you know. They could be a Republican. No. Uh, <laughs> we like you guys too. It's okay. Um, but it's like, how do you, uh, you, you know, to approach them, you just treat them like any normal human. Mm-hmm. And yeah. you'd be surprised how uh, how much they would appreciate that. It's mm-hmm. true. Um, I mean, something I've heard too is just like sometimes the most beautiful woman, like the more down to earth you approach and talk to her, the better the response is because most of the time the guys that are approaching her are just like, you know, like, yeah. And it's something I've heard. Mm -hmm. Totally. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, This is a good question from Mary. Mm -hmm. Okay. So Mary has some stuff to say. (laughs) (laughs) Mary says, men monologue. They don't dialogue. I mm-hmm. hate it. Mm-hmm. When I meet a man, he just talks about himself. I ask him questions about them and also uh, talk about myself, but they just don't ask me anything about me. Mm-hmm. In other non-dating scenarios, I find people balance questions. It's so specific to dating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like... I feel like it was a statement, but her, yeah, there's a question yeah. in there. Statement. I, I feel like <laughs> as a guy... I don't know if it's as a guy. I mean, after becoming an actor and more, I guess, content creator. And I, yeah. I do find myself waffling on a bit sometimes. Um, I think that's definitely something guys can work on is is the curiosity aspect and curiosity. asking about other people. Yes. I think there are definitely certain guys where things have just kind of been given to them so that they kind of feel like this is the norm. You know, I think so many people just operate out of either what's normal or what they think it's either what's normal to them or what they think the other person wants to do. And so, or wants to hear. And I think. Let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. Do you think guys would ask more questions of a woman if they were more interested in her? Do you think it is a reflection of interest mm-hmm. or are guys just like selfish as fuck? Well, here's another thing. Actually, you mentioned interest. Cause sometimes there's that really terrible advice, I think for both sides where it's like, you have to pretend you're not interested. Right. And it's like, what the fuck? Yeah, I know. Yeah, I, we're I so against that. Right. And I think maybe that's part of that. I think it really comes down to each person, you know? So maybe the guy is just pretending not to be interested because that, I don't know, makes him seem like quote unquote higher value or whatever. Cool or there's whatever. that, or like mm-hmm. is maybe too nervous to ask questions. 
that could be a possibility. Um, I'm not forgiving or excusing any of these things, but I think these could be the potential reasoning behind mm -hmm. it. I don't know how one would, I think, I think it depends on the situation, but like as a woman in that situation, I feel like if it's nervousness, then maybe like, yeah, taking maybe helping to take the lead to offering some things about yourself. But if it's truly like, hey, yeah, and I, I made like $6 million on crypto last week kind of thing, like that yeah. kind of guy, I think that's pretty obvious that like, okay, maybe just. It's just like a narcissist thing. Yeah, just let this person go. Yeah. yeah just like but it the, is like for guys listening, like if maybe you might be the person that feels nervous in those situations, mm -hmm. I think it's good sometimes to prep questions in advance that yeah, you might yeah, be yeah. thinking yeah. because yeah. it's hard to be present when you're nervous. Yeah. And I've done that lots of times where sometimes I'm about to take a meeting and I'm nervous about something. And so I prep in advance of like what things I might want to talk about if a uh, conversation dulls. Mm. Right. Um, mm -hmm. So that, you know, it's not this awkward silence or, yeah. or rambling on about something. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and, and I think if you're like, well, I don't know anything about them. Like, look at their profile again before you went out with them. Right. And, and, and just see like if it said anything, where they're yeah. from, mm -hmm. um, how many brothers and sisters do you have? Literally, like anything, like the, <laughs> the weather. Yeah, <laughs> we can talk about. It. <laughs> um, but there's lots of like icebreaker questions that you guys can also Google. Yeah, right. Yes, and I think it also helps to like going into dates and knowing what you're looking for because then you can ask questions based on that. Yeah. You know? So that just opens more up there too. I think also this is something I learned as an actor taking a commercial class, yeah. mm -hmm. which I think, again, comes down to like men and women, the differences where I think guys, we, we, we do laundry lists. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, what did you do today? You know, it's like, oh, I woke up, brushed my teeth, ate some cereal and drove over here, you know, whereas like commercial auditions, they're not looking for that. They want to know your personality and stuff. And I think that's the same thing with what women are looking for on a date. And it's like, it's really about the mental experience. So it's like, you could start with like, oh, I woke up and I started brushing my teeth and I noticed that like my toothbrush was running out of batteries. So then maybe I want to, you know, but then it's like, it's, it's really about exposing and expressing your thought process mm. behind things. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know if the battery thing was even a good example, but just like, yeah, your, your experience of what is your point of view about yeah. things? Yeah, people, I, I know this isn't the right term to use, but people forget that like we are walking brands, even though mm. you might not be a performer, but you are sure. still a brand. And at this point, especially with all these, like everybody's a profile, mm -hmm. you don't exist outside of this brand. Yeah. And, and sometimes people just like want to get to know who you are, mm -hmm. but they also want you to ask them about their brand and like, what are they about? So mm -hmm. that like you guys can see if your brand values align, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I know it sounds like so stupid marketing right. stuff, but it's kind of true. Like, yeah, we just kind of are. I mean, you kind of said a lot of the stuff that that, you know, you gave a lot of tips along the way of I think people need to communicate maybe in the way the other person mm -hmm communicates versus like yeah. this is you know so yeah. like love language it's not about how I perceive love it's right. how somebody else perceives mm -hmm. love but yeah. what are some other like easy ways you've learned from emotional thirst traps of uh -huh. being a good boyfriend I mean you know the very start is to treat the other person like a person like yeah. human right um and I think it is also like at least taking the effort to kind of look into like oh, okay what are some like common issues that women have and what what can I bring to to address those? You know, because 
I think, but I think a lot of it does come down to that the 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 emotional addressing the emotions and yeah and like soothing them. You know, if you, there's a problem, you do a good video about listening. Right. There was one I think you did an emotional thirst trap where you were just like, hmm, mm -hmm. I hear you. I love yeah. that. And and it's like, yeah, sometimes that's all you need. Yeah. Yeah. True. To be seen and heard as your own person. Because I think that if we go down to stereotypes, it is about guys always wanting to solve the problem because that's how we want to help. But you're a grown adult. You don't need someone necessarily, you know, I'm sure you've thought of those solutions already. Right. I think, I mean, it's a trend that's happening more lately, which I think is great, is people um, know to ask, like, do you want a solution or do you want an ear? But I feel like it's always good to default to the ear first. And then if a solution needs to arise or if you want to like, like suggest one, then that can happen. But I think always lending an ear to let, yeah, it's really about letting the other person feel seen and heard. And because to, to reference, there's a video on the internet called, I think it's called The Nail. Mm -hmm. and it's about a woman with a nail in her forehead, literal nail in her forehead. And she wants to talk about the nail and how it makes her feel. And the guy wants to pull it out. Yeah. Yeah. And it's mm -hmm. like, but she doesn't want to pull it out. And he's like, well, if you just pull it out and it's, it's, it's the stereotype, but I think, I think it's important to, yeah, to try to just, just meet in the middle kind of situation, you know? Mm -hmm. There was one that my uh, friend was recently telling me about. He, you know, lives with his fiance now and uh, he was saying, his learning curve that he had always kind of lived with his family before mm. that never lived by himself and didn't realize how much his mother was doing for him until no. he like lived with his girlfriend yeah. or now fiance. And mm. so when he thought that when he was at, like, she would say, uh, you know, they need to clean on Saturday, he would be like, well, what do you want me to do? Mm. He thought he was being helpful by mm. saying that. Right. And she was like, you don't understand. Like I, me having to answer that question is another layer in my mind mm. where I would just like you to see that there are dishes and right. just do them. Right. Instead of me feeling like I'm momming you or babying you because that's another layer for me to think about. And I was right. like, oh, that's interesting. Okay. It's true. Like sometimes, um, and that's what I had to train my boyfriend to do a little bit. <laughs> it's just, it, but it's it's fine. It's okay. It's just like you've learned that, that you just need to say it sometimes. Like, right. hey, I don't need to tell you to do this. You see it, just, just, pick it up like right and that's the thing that also comes back to like society as a whole really there's just kind of babying men yeah i'm i'm, <laughs> I'm part of that you know like there's things where i was just like oh i don't know how to do that i don't know how to organize and stuff and we've talked about this in my family too where my sister kind of picked it up along the way too because my, my mom was like, well, we didn't teach both of you, but then she picked it up somehow. And I was like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe that's a wiring thing between men, men and women. I don't know. Um, or it's like for me, certain things where I'm like, okay, I want to clean this, but I also feel like I work that I need to do is really much more prioritized. So I yeah. just end up leaving it. Um, but I think that also can... It's beyond that where I think I, I know there's certain cultures too where the, the babying of men is like the norm. Mm -hmm. and it's like, this is this is just the norm. This is how we do yeah. things mm -hmm. where it's like it hurts everyone, right? Because mm -hmm. then the guy is like doesn't have any skills that like that can help him. Yeah, if he lives on his own or whatever, has, has like a girlfriend or, or, or partner that just you know, <laughs> expects these things to be done. Because it is like a partnership nowadays, you know, and it's a lot more about equals. And it doesn't mean that 
there that you have to do and tit for tat every mm-hmm. single thing equal but it's like you know we have a thing where if i cook he cleans if he cooks that day i clean if i um he does vacuuming because the vacuum's honestly really heavy it's like basically the size of me mm-hmm. and it's my weight so like i can't push that bitch around so like he does that mm-hmm. but then i'll do the like certain cleaning that he doesn't do right. um and then that's how you kind of offset it a little bit yeah. but we had to like Talk it out. Yeah. And be like, hey, I'm going to do this. You do this. But like along the way, if you see something, pick it up. Right. <laughs> like right. don't, you know, sure. wait for yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Um, and that sounds like good communication. Yeah. Because I think even though it logically is true that it's like, oh, I shouldn't have to tell you to do this. It is true. But it's also like, unfortunately, it's not very good in terms of like. Yeah, it's just like, well, then you should be doing that instead of like communicating and talking about like, oh, I had no idea how to do that. I've never learned how to do that. Right. Like, but can I at least start somewhere and learn? Exactly. Exactly. Well, James, I know that you have a, a tight heart out, so we're going to let you go, um, which I feel like that you just use that in the video. Just do a smiling guy right now. <laughs> um, uh, thank you so much, James, for being on this episode. Once again, how can everyone find you? Um, I'm James Tang on all socials. I'm most active on Instagram, TikTok, and starting to on YouTube. And I guess Twitter, if that's still alive thing. in a few weeks. Right, I know. We'll see. <laughs> um, well, thank you again, guys. Follow him. All of his socials will be in this, the notes of this episode. Um, we're also on social media. We're at Kind of Dating across the board. And I'm at Aisha Says Dance across the board. I'm at Natasha Chandale on Instagram and Facebook, Natasha.Chandale on TikTok. Thank you so much for downloading this episode. If you heard or you, 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 if you like something you heard, I'll be able to speak one day. Screenshot the episode and tag us on social media. Finally, I know it seems tough out there, but just try. Till next time. Kinda Dating is part of the Frolic Podcast Network. Find more podcasts you'll love at frolic.media slash podcasts. Kinda Dating is created, produced, and hosted by myself, Natasha Chandel. Aisha Holden is my co-host. Adam Pineless and Karina Uribe are producers. Our opening music is composed by Joe Lorenzetti, and our logo and graphics are by Jenna Yannick and K. Daniel Ellis.